0: Welcome and thanks for tuning in to Real People, Real Talk, relevant conversations that take you from surviving to thriving. This is the podcast that goes there. My name is Paul Calco and I'm your host. Now let's talk. Hey friend, before we get started, I just want to say thank you and that I really appreciate you for tuning in today. It's my hope It's my prayer that every episode will help you to thrive and to be all that God has called you to be. So this month's content is all about thriving spiritually, thriving in your walk with the Lord. And today I have a sermon for you about comparison as comparison, as you know, is the thief of all joy. But the title of this episode is The Dangers of Comparison. Let's go. So there are two types of comparison. Number 1, which is where we're going to spend the bulk of our time today, is unhealthy comparison. An unhealthy comparison is when you look at other people to determine who you should be in life. You look at other people to gauge your own success. Unhealthy comparison, that's going to produce envy, that's going to produce things like jealousy, things like discontent. For example, let's say that John, he's scrolling social media. And he sees that everybody is living their best lives. They're getting married. They're traveling. They're building a house. And instead of congratulating them and being happy for them, John is being a hater. And that, my friend, is unhealthy comparison. Secondly, we have healthy comparison. And that's when you look at other people to see where you would like to be in life. But instead of being jealous, you learn from them instead of Ending up being envious, you end up being motivated and inspired to improve and to take action. For example, let's go back to John. Let's say he's scrolling social media once again. He sees posts of people that are more fit than him or maybe even more muscular than him and they're working out a lot. And instead of just scrolling by, John likes the post and he feels motivated to go work out. So, to sum that all up, unhealthy comparison will lead to jealousy, but healthy comparison will lead. Motivation, so let me unpack this even more. I want you to stick around to the end, it's going to be good. The comparison game is a dangerous game to play, as a matter of fact, the comparison game is a strategic tool of the enemy. Satan compared himself to God, and you see where that got him literally thrown out of heaven. Friend, we must be diligent to tame the beast of comparison before it destroys our lives. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians ten twelve, 12, now that we dare to classify or compare ourselves with some of those who are commending themselves, but when they measure themselves by one another and compare themselves with one another, they are without understanding. Uh-oh. In other words, the Bible is saying right here that comparing yourself to other people is unfruitful and unwise. Now, here are a few practical ways that we can combat comparison. Number one is faith in God's sovereignty and faith in God's will. Knowing that God knows when to bless me and what to bless me with gives me a faith and assurance, if you will, that I don't have to compare myself to other people or to their journey because I know that God is sovereign and I'm going to trust his will for my life. Another way to combat comparison is by adopting an abundance mentality. In other words, what God did for another person, God can do for me. His blessings, His power, His favor, His grace, His opportunities are infinite, meaning that He won't run out of blessings. He won't run out of favor. He won't run out of opportunities. So the two ways that we can come back up, comparison is by having faith in God's sovereignty, His will and plan for our lives, and adopting an abundance mentality, knowing that God is able to do. What needs to be done in our lives There are ever present dangers In every season of life There's always something to compare If you're in school The thing to compare And to, to try to measure yourself up against Is popularity Maybe it's grades Your looks or Who got the biggest social media following um, For us as adults Marital status How much money you got in the bank How big is your home? How fancy is your car? Where do you work? The comparison game even creeps in among parents whose kid is doing the best in life. And to make matters worse, we now live in a social media age, meaning that we have a front row seat to see what's going on in other people's lives. Let me break this down. Comparison is an attitude that says God hasn't given me enough. Ooh, let me say that again Comparison is this prideful attitude That says God hasn't given me enough Comparison is the attitude that says God is better to that person than he is to me It's saying that he's holding out on me That I deserve more As you can see, comparison is dangerous Let's go to biblical examples What if King David said, hey God why you didn't let me split the Red Sea like you did for Moses? Or what if Daniel said, hey, God, why you didn't let me be like King David? He killed a lion, but I had to sleep in a den of lions. What if Noah said, hey, God, you let Methuselah live 969 years, but you only gave me 950. Now, with those extreme examples, it sounds crazy, right? Comparing yourself to others, whether it's a sibling, a friend, Classmate, coworker, or social media follower Is a setup for mental and emotional Dare I say spiritual decline Because your focus isn't in the right place Actually, your focus is too low Listen, my friend Let's stop the madness of comparison Because there will always be somebody richer than you More educated than you Skinnier than you, etc You need to accept who you are Accept whose you are And accept and rejoice in how God made you The blessings he has already given you The gifts and the talents that he has graciously given you So that was just the introduction But here's point number one Point number one is reasons we compare And I'll let you in on where I'm going Point number two is going to be talking about the results of comparison And point number three is going to be the remedy of comparison As a preacher, you know, we like alliterations, reasons, results and the remedy for comparison. Let's go. Number one, the reason that we compare because we're envious and we're jealous, that's being discontent and resentful due to another person's possessions, their achievements, their accolades or their advantages or their privileges. And we compare because we covet and covet means that's when you yearn to possess or have something that belongs to somebody else. That's breaking one of the Ten Commandments, thou shalt not covet. The Bible says in James 3:16, "For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there will be disorder and every vow practice. Friend, you cannot experience the fullness of God's joy while you're being envious and jealous of other people. Now another cause of comparison is that of ungratefulness. that's when you're not satisfied, but the blessings that God has bestowed upon you. So you begin to compare yourself to others and want more. There's nothing inherently wrong with wanting more. But when you have this spirit that's saying God owes you because he did something for somebody else, that's a dangerous place to be. We got to trust the will, the timing and sovereignty of God in our lives. Once again, another cause for this is social media. Mentioned this earlier, but let me say this again Social media, it makes comparisons so accessible Social media, it's training our minds It's training us to compare our lives Instead of appreciating everything that we already have If we're not careful, these screens can become mirrors That we look in to see if we measure up Now disclaiming here, social media in and of itself is neutral It's amor, it's neither good nor bad But it's how we use it Or how we allow it to affect us Be wise Unhealthy comparison occurs When we don't accept how God made us The reason for that is really a lack of trust Because when you have this unhealthy comparison You end up being jealous You're basically saying God, you're not doing a good job in my life And that is pride That is insulting to God So these are some of the causes These are some of the reasons of comparison Now, let's talk about the results of comparison, as we know that comparison is a dangerous game to play. It is a thief of all joy. Now, the danger in playing a comparison game is this. When you compare yourself to another person, you make them and what they have an idol in your life. And all forms of idolatry is sin and wrong and produce disastrous results because worship is only for God. We got to be careful that we're not trying to keep up with the Jones, as they say, because when you're keeping up with the Joneses, sometimes you look around to see that you're buying all these things to impress people that really don't care about you and can end up in debt. Unhealthy comparison will rob us of joy if we're not careful. Unhealthy comparison, it's a sin. It's a trap. It's a weight that needs to be set aside in this race that we are running. Comparison is indeed a dangerous game It's a slippery slope It will cause you to mistreat others For example, Joseph's brothers He, they literally was so jealous of him That they sold him into slavery And some of the brothers even wanted to kill him If this unhealthy comparison If this jealousy goes unchecked It can lead to deeper sin When you go back to Genesis, Cain He was jealous of his brother Abel And that was left unchecked That sin was unchecked And that led to him eventually killing his brother This really is a hard issue my friend The reason we compare ourselves Is because deep inside we are dissatisfied With what we have and who we are But I got good news for you today my friend True satisfaction True contentment True fulfillment is found in Christ And Christ alone Another king fell into the trap of comparison instead of being the best king that he could be. Oh, King Saul, instead of being grateful that God chose him to be the first king of the United Tribes of Israel, he spent almost his entire reign trying to kill David, whom he was jealous of. What a waste of his kingly reign and a huge waste of time. Don't waste your life idolizing and hating others. When you look at biblical accounts of Cain, as I talked about earlier, or Joseph brothers or King Saul, we see that comparing yourself to someone else is destructive and leads to disastrous consequences. Your unhealthy comparison may not lead to murder, may not lead to kidnapping like Joseph brothers, but it could lead to depression. It could lead to low esteem. It could lead to even ruin relationships. Deal with it before it deals with you. So I talked a little bit about the reasons that we compare. I talked about the results of comparison, but now let's get to the good news. My third and final point, the remedy for comparison and the remedy for comparison. Drum roll, please, is Jesus Christ. Jesus is the answer. Jesus is always the answer, always a solution. And listen, my friend, this message is. Isn't to make you feel bad But it's to point you in, in the right direction It's to help you to thrive spiritually It's help you to focus on the right things I mean, if you're guilty of this If you're guilty of this unhealthy comparison Which we all are from time to time Step number one is to repent Take it to Jesus And ask him to do a work in your heart And he's faithful to do that And the only way that you can break free From this comparison trap Is by finding your identity And And your worth in Christ alone and not the things of this world. Now, let's talk about identity um, and who you are in Christ right quick. According to scripture in Genesis, you have been made in the image of God. Let that sink in. Not only was you made by God, but you look like God. You are the handiwork of God, literally been handmade in the image of God. You are one of a kind, not a copy, but an original when God made you, he literally broke them hold with an expression of uniqueness. So stop complaining about the pieces that God has given you and realize that you are literally God's masterpiece. And when you adopt that mentality, when you adopt that attitude, man, what a reminder of all that you already have because of Christ Jesus. Listen, my friend, you have been fearfully and wonderfully made. God has endowed you with spiritual gifts in order for you to fulfill his unique calling and purpose that he has for you and you alone. He has fully, I repeat and emphasize the word fully. God has fully equipped you with everything that you need for this journey that we call life. You have been chosen by God and there is no need to compare yourself to anybody. Embrace And enjoy all that God has already given you Once again, let me say that one more time Embrace and enjoy all that God has given you Remember the riches Remember the blessings that God has lavished on you I'm not talking necessarily about a car or house But his grace I'm talking about things that money can't buy God has given you his grace His love His mercy Ultimately himself in the form of Jesus Christ he sent his son, Jesus, to die for you and to save you from your sins. And nothing compares to that. Ephesians three seventeen through 19 says, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love may have strength to comprehend with all the saints. What is the breadth, the length, the height and depth, and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Another scripture for you, Galatians 6, 4 through 5 says, but let each of you test his own work. And then his reason to boast will be in himself alone and not in his neighbor. For each will have to bear his own load. And what these scriptures basically means, stay in your lane and mind your business. Because we are looking at everybody else for, you know, results and satisfaction and trying to compare ourselves. That's a dangerous place to be. And so even in human natural terms, like what happens when you don't stay in your lane? Like when you're driving, you may wreck in traffic. We will almost wreck our car trying to get into another lane that seems to be going faster. And sometimes we get in that lane and there's actually the slow lane. So all that to say is this. Don't wreck your life trying to get in someone else's lane. That's a word from somebody right there. Don't wreck your life trying to get in someone else's lane. Stay in your lane because God will give you grace to run your race. Amen. So let me give you some application as I conclude. Rejoice when others prosper without getting jealous. Reject this lie that God is holding out on you and replace it with truth. Walk in faith, knowing that God will give you everything that you need for the position that you play and the purpose that you will Once again I want to encourage you to walk in faith Knowing that God will give you everything that you need For the position that you play And the purpose that you will fulfill And God does has an awesome plan for your life When you choose to compare and keep your eyes on others You will set yourself up for insecurity and stress But when you choose not to compare And you choose to stay in your lane You will experience peace, joy, contentment, and freedom. Lastly, I just want to give you four ways that you can break free from the comparison trap. Four ways that you can break free from the dangers of comparison. So, of course, the main one that we already talked about is take it to Jesus and repent. So we already know that. So here's the next step. Freely give compliments. Let them just break off that spirit of jealousy. I want you to pray for the success of others instead of hating on them and instead of being jealous, pray for the success of others and watch how God will do a work in your heart when you do that. Thirdly, I want you to be rooted in God's word because by doing so, you're going to remind yourself that you are love, that you are more than a conqueror and that God wants to use you in His grand global plan of redemption and salvation. And number four, I want you to count your blessings and to express gratitude and praise to the Lord. Literally count your blessings. Nothing puts me in a better mood than when I take time to count my blessings and to tell God, thank you for the things that he has already blessed me with. So once again, those four things, freely give compliments, pray for the success of others, be rooted in God's word. Count your blessings and express gratitude. And of course, as we already talked about, repent and take this to Jesus. Friends, i leave you with this final charge. Number one, God will give you grace to run your race. Number two, stay in your lane and keep your eyes on Jesus. Not your eyes on your neighbor, not your eyes on your friends, but keep your eyes on Jesus. And know that you don't have to compare yourself to anyone. You don't have to try to impress anybody. God already loves you. Amen and amen. So with that being said, I hope and pray you have an amazing day. And you be all that God has called you to be. God bless you. And we'll see you next week.